Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. You're listening to the Dana and Parks podcast on KMBZ. Please spin it. Uh, they're going to be in town July 17th. Starlight Theater. Dana and Parks will be there. <laughs> yes, we will. It smells like money. It smells Bad like a choices. lot of money. <laughs> I'll be the DD. Uh, CBS News, as global temperatures continue to increase, making storms more intense, some researchers are saying it may be time to reevaluate, uh, I hope I pronounce this correctly, the Saffir-Simpson scale, which is used for hurricanes, um, does not adequately, adequately address the hazards associated with extreme storms. You know, it goes up to Category 5 now. They're, they're thinking maybe it's time for a Category 6 a cat six cane? Cat six cane. <laughs> Hang on, people. We got a cat six cane. Oh, I know God. you hate that. Sorry. Oh, man, I hate that phrase. Uh, says here, Michael Weiner, the lead author of the latest research, telling CBS News that there have been several hurricanes in recent years with winds that surpass 156 miles per hour and that it may warrant an entirely new category. He and his co-researcher, James Cosson, looked at the potential impact of expanding the scale so that Category 5 would be capped at wind speeds of 192 miles per hour, and any hurricane higher than 192 would be classified as a Category 6. Hurricanes are getting so intense, we're having this discussion. Yes, they, they say, the researchers say, that there have been since 2013. No, we've already had some, they just have called that. Yeah. Five hurricanes that if, if there was a new classification... Five Cat Cane 6. Cat 6 Cane. <laughs> that if, if you capped... Category 5 at 192, there would be five hurricanes in the last 11 years that would have been classified as a Category 6. Just another way to be more specific. Uh, Hurricane Patricia, which was in October of 2015, had uh, wind speeds over 200 miles per hour. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, The other storms, by the way, that would qualify as Category 6, we're all in the Western Pacific, not in the United States. We are not looking to make this a topic. I am just reading the story from the New York Post. Uh, Five transgender players have dominated women's college volleyball, sparking outrage and claims of, quote, cheating. It happened in Canada, and a Canadian news station posted footage showing three trans athletes playing on one team— Uh, in a game last month. They played the full game. Um, The five were dominant in that game. 
And I, I continue to say that someone much smarter and understanding of these issues than, than you and I, Scott, we need some sort of direction on where we go with this. That we are not, we are not making this a topic. I'm just saying it's, it's unfair. In, it's in the news again. Mm-hmm. It's unfair. Okay. Men and women are built differently. That's a biological and anatomical fact. Men are traditionally much stronger. It's unfair. Okay. And and, and I certainly respect and understand the other side of this argument. Um, anyway, whatever, who cares? Uh, story here from CNN Sports. I don't know why. Oh, it's because it involved a football game. Uh, a Pennsylvania man is facing felony charges for illegally flying a drone over the Chiefs-Baltimore Ravens AFC Championship game on January 28th. Felony charges. Felony charges. According to a press release from the U.S. Attorney's Office in Maryland, 44-year-old Matthew Hebert has been charged with crimes related to operating the drone. If convicted, faces up to three years in prison for knowingly operating a, quote, unregistered, unmanned aircraft system and for knowingly serving as an airman without an airman certificate. (laughs) (laughs) That's like the tax stamp when you get busted with drugs. Uh, Hebert told troopers that he purchased the drone from a company called DJI in 2021 and that he used the DJI app, which did not prevent him from flying the drone, prompting him to claim he didn't know he was prohibited from flying it. It was also noted in the press release that Hebert did not register the drone and did not have a remote pilot certificate that is required to fly it. Okay. How dumb, I'm going to ask the question here, do you have to be to think it is okay to fly a drone over any major sporting event? Over any major event. Because his whole excuse is, well, I didn't know. Mm -hmm. If you didn't know that, you're too dumb to own a drone. You're just too dumb. How did they, how did they, um, like, did it go down and swoop around where they were playing and stuff? Or do I, we not I don't know. know? Sam, do you know how close this drone got to the stadium? It is an outdoor stadium. Uh, I'm not sure. I do know that there is a radius around any live sporting event or any major live event that is a no-fly zone. So, in but, theory, even, like, say we're at the Truman Sports Complex, even putting up a drone in the middle of the game in the parking lot, nowhere near the stadium, is still a violation. Because it's too close to the stadium. Correct. What, what do they do? Can they shoot it? I know they don't. They follow it until it lands and they arrest the guy who catches yeah, it. No, but all right. No, because if you, you shoot it and you miss, which I know, is, is I highly know, likely, I know. extremely likely, that bullet's got to come down somewhere. And God forbid if it comes down on somebody's Didn't head. Didn't you say he was 44? He was 44 and, years my old. My God. Yeah. How dumb is he? He's I really, dumb. when I first saw the headline, I thought this is going to be some 19 year old kid. Not that that would be okay. You're also dumb if you do that at age 19. But at age 44, do you not have enough life experience behind you to understand that this would create panic? Well, and, and and maybe some of the drone enthusiasts in our audience can can help us out. Um, I've always heard the term when when somebody's trying to be funny and they're not, uh, leave the jokes to the comedians. Well, why not leave the droning to droners? If, if to Dana's point just a few minutes ago. If you're so inexperienced and dumb with a drone that you don't realize that you need to get permission. Oh, my gosh. You remember this. Wait, wait, wait. I just went up on CBS News. 
This was the administrative timeout that it wasn't Romo. Who was it calling that game when they came back and said, and if you're wondering what an administrative timeout is, it's basically a timeout that no one is charged. And they were explaining it. And he said, we're explaining it because it's so rare to have an administrative timeout. I remember when they went to break. They said, we're, we're going to pause for an administrative timeout. And That's the right. players it was were in looking the first around. quarter. I completely remember this. And I said to, I was in Kansas City at the time. I was on my couch and I go, what the heck's an administrative timeout? Uh, by the way, he flew the drone over the stadium. What an well, idiot. From one side to the other. Um. Oh, it gets better. Herbert told investigators he didn't have any training on how to operate a drone, nor a license to operate one, and he had no idea of the federal requirements for flying one. Uh, Listen to this. Those are multiple steps that FBI Special Agent um, David Rodsky, who investigates aviation crimes, says were missed by Herbert. You think? Uh, What's the old phrase? Ignorance of the law is not... No excuse, baby. Ignorance is no excuse. Uh, Temporary flight restriction, Sam, applies one hour before event time. So in KC, is that 6 a.m.? No, it's uh, kickoff. So, like, uh, during the divisional game, there was a plane with a banner flying around the stadium, and they flew all the way up until one hour before the game. And also, think about this, not just because of it could carry something nefarious and harm people. It could fall out of the sky Mm -hmm. because you don't know what you're doing. Or, or, yeah. Whack somebody on the head. It wouldn't whack them on the head. It would kill them. Likely. The big ones would. Yeah, for sure. I didn't even think a small one would. Telephone number here is 913-586-7798. 586-7798. Dana Wright, Scott Parks, here on KMBZ. All right, welcome back. It's good to be with you. By the way, uh, may I encourage all of you, if you have time Friday night or Sunday morning, because Kansas City media history is about to be made in this town. Uh, I have been canceled. Now you stop it. For, this I, really has gotten under your crawl, no, hasn't I'm, it? I'm excited. I'm, I can't wait. Uh, but for the last five years, for reasons that are my fault and my fault alone, for those of you who know my story, um, I have not been invited to be on Kansas City's Weekend Review for the last five years. I had what some people call a drinking problem. It may have affected their decisions on whether or not to invite me. But I've been on many, many times, dozens of times. What if it's really that they just don't think you make very good points? (laughs) Awkward. I didn't know he was in rehab. We just thought he sucked. (laughs) Uh, anyway, uh, this week, uh, I humbly accepted an invitation to return to Kansas City's Week in Review. But what's going to make this special for me is that for the first time ever, in the dozens and dozens and dozens of times that I've been on and the countless times that Dana's been on that show, we're going to be on together. We've never, ever. I mean, you know, this show celebrated uh 12 years uh, just a week ago, yeah. right? Or two weeks ago. Yeah, a week ago. Um, Dana and I have done more than 3,000 shows together. 3,000 times or more. We've sat in this room for four hours and done the show. But we've never 
sat on the set of Kansas City's Week in Review together. And we will do that tomorrow morning at 11 o'clock. And that will air on Friday. I believe it airs at either 7 or 7.30. I think it's 7.30. And then on Sunday morning, I believe it's at 11 or 11.30. Don't There's a rebroadcast on yeah. Sunday. So anyway, if you get time, check it out. Uh, the two of us on that show together. Uh, nearly 68 million American adults, about one in four, say they plan to bet on this year's Super Bowl, setting a record by a wide margin according to the gambling industry. Uh, figures released yesterday by the American Gaming Association include bets placed with legal outlets as well as those with illegal bookies and online operations in other countries. Uh, the volume of betting participation is uh, projected to be 35% higher than last year when the previous record was set. How much of this do you think is because it's in Vegas? Is it all of it? Yeah, some of it. Not all of it, hmm. but some I mean, of it. I think it. it's probably going to go up every single year especially as more and more states allow yeah, but, it. but up 35%. I mean, that's a, that's a monster I jump. don't think it's Vegas, and here's why. When I go down to see my parents in Mississippi, do you know you cannot sports bet in Mississippi? You have to physically go to a casino and place your bet at the casino. You know what I bet it is? You know what I bet it is? Because there's a line in here. Sports betting is now legal in 38 states plus Washington, D.C. More and more states are now allowing it. Yeah. Kansas, obviously, in the last that's what it two is, years yeah. or year. Uh, and so – the, accessi- point. the accessibility of gambling. Can you bet, though, online in Vegas? Because in Biloxi, they don't want you betting online. They want you to go to the casinos. And that casino lobby lobbied hard to keep mm-hmm. um, FanDuel.com promo code Dana out of, like, so when I go down there, if you want to place a bet on the Chiefs, you have to physically go to one of the casinos, Scarlet Pearl or Beau Rivage, place your bet inside and leave. Uh, gambling analyst Chris Grove Mm, that's a fun I, I, I didn't I didn't know one could be a gambling analyst uh, says and I quote there is a good chance that every Super Bowl for the next 10 or so years will be the most bet Super Bowl thanks to the underlying growth of regulated sports betting in the United States 49ers by the way the 40 winers are favored by two and a half points they were favored by one last week uh, it went for. It started out at two, and then it dropped to one point five. Didn't it drop it to one? To, I don't know if it dropped to one, but it went back up to two. Well, now it's two point five. Good. Keep it going. Make it climb. Fine. I, I make the boys mad. Can I? Can I tell you guys something? Yeah. Um, and I need to knock on wood before I say this. I was out in the newsroom earlier today, and I was talking to my good buddy Rob Brenton, and. He works over next door at 610 Sports. And I said, Rob, look at me. And he goes, what? I go, is there any chance the Chiefs don't win this Super Bowl? And, uh, knocking on wood. Yeah. He goes, there's no chance they don't win. They're going to win. Wow. Um, I'm going to bet on the Super Bowl. And I I never gamble. Ever. I know. Well, Are we on, dropping one addiction and picking f- up another? Except yes. on Fridays at 1.30. <laughs> Well, Friday's at one thirty. What, what, what's the name? The name of that game? We're left, not, right, left, right, center. I think that we're breaking federal law. We're not going to talk about it. But it's my favorite thing ever. We play left, right in the newsroom at one thirty every Friday for high fives. Yeah, high five. Totally. You win the pot, which is nothing but a high five. It's a three dollar minimum to get in. No, it's a high five. It's a three dollar minimum to get in. It's a high five. <laughs> no, well, it's that was three. Fun while it lasted. Not five. It's three. We play with three dollars, not five. The first rule of Fight Club is that you don't talk about Fight Club. He's not okay. picking well, up I'm drift. New, I'm new to the gambling world. I'm aware. Okay. 
So yeah, we play for high fives. We do play for high fives. Yeah, and thank cokes. you. We play for small cokes. Mm-hmm. Okay. I hate you. Go to break. <laughs> what did I do? From the text line, Sam, I'm really proud of you for not saying I literally just said that in reference to the sports betting increasing because more states were legalizing oh, no, it. I'm sorry. If, if, I, I, I was reading the story. If I missed no, that, I okay. beg your pardon. Uh, that's my fault. I don't like to do that. Um, but no, I think I, I really think I'm, I, I might bet on this Super Bowl. Good. What are you it's thinking? So much fun. What you have to do? I love this bet. Is who's going to score first? It will get in. It's only five. No, 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 five dollars. No, no. Who's going to no, score no, no. first? I do Dana, it every Dana. single game. I, I'm not a prop better. Talking to you, Rice I'm and Pacheco. I just put five dollars down, and some of them are five dollars to win a hundred dollars. Can I use promo code Dana? You can. Okay, I think I will. Do believe you get two hundred dollars in bonus bets? Say for, what? Yeah. Vandal.com/slash Dana. <laughs> promo code Dana. Promo code Dana. Right. I don't know. I mean, can like. Can I bet just ten bucks? Well, it depends you on what you want to bet. One dollar. Yeah, you can bet any amount. It's the you have to decide what you want to bet. And then with my parlays, I have the boys do those. They pick those for me every week. See, we I, so I'm, much I'm, fun. I'm not getting into that. Like, you would the love parlays it. It's just three different bets. things. Like I bet on Scott scoring a touchdown. No. I bet on Sam throwing it for so many yards, and I bet on Dana to get sacked. You just you just bundle them together. So if you bet the spread. And you take the Chiefs. Yeah, well, that, that's what I would do. I would. I know, but I would the, spread, the spread. I mean, you know Chiefs. me in numbers. I hate the spread. The spread confuses me. If the because Chiefs, plus three means we're supposed to lose by three. They need to make it the other no, way. No, only, only if the Chiefs are plus three. No, I know. I'm just oh. saying the, the the terminology is backward to me. So the Chiefs are plus two and a half. Meaning they think we're going to lose by two and a half. Correct. So if they win by three or more, you get paid. Correct. I hate that terminology. So... Plus, to me, should be the other way. Never mind. It is. No, it, it's the Chiefs plus two and a half. So if the Chiefs get 27, then in the betting world, they really won by 29 and a half. They scored 29 okay. and a half. It's like a golf handicap. Yeah. That makes more so, sense to so me. So if, 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 let's say. Plus that, means you add it. Let's simply say that the line was one. Okay, it was Chiefs plus yeah. one. Yeah. Which means they're a one point underdog. Yeah, so if which it's means 30 Vegas, to 29, we win the bet. No, because the game would be tied. Oh, God. This is why my sons do the parties. Yeah, how did Scott get this before you did? I don't know. He's never even bet. I just throw something on the wall and see what sticks. And half the time something so wins that, that's and why, the sports guys just shake their head. That's why more often than not, Vegas will do a half point. Correct. Because you obviously can't score a half no, point. you have to have so two. The, the Chiefs are two and a half point underdogs. So if if the score is 30 to 28, and we, the Chiefs lose. Yeah, we don't. We did not. The Chiefs won. Correct. As far as betting is concerned. Well, Vegas won. <laughs> Somebody's winning. Yeah. Promo code data. People are saying, Scott, if you've never bet, do not bet on the Chiefs. You will jinx us. I kind of agree. Your first bet. You should bet on something like how long is the national anthem going to last? That's a very one, popular bet. One minute bet. and 38 seconds. Oh, I don't think she's going to go that long. I don't think you can do prop bets in the state of Kansas unless you're going real deep and getting a bookie. How do you know I don't have a bookie? We don't talk you're, about that. You're literally telling me right here that we don't talk about betting. I literally would not have the first idea in a billion years where to go find a bookie. Do you Google that? Do I look like I'm in the mob? I don't, I wouldn't know how to find somebody like that's on the dark web. I don't even know what that is. Who are you? We're way late for break.
913-586-7798. Move it along. 586-7798. We do not play left right here at the radio station, and Dana does not have a bookie. <laughs> Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day. Brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Written by Bruce Springsteen. A couple stories I want to pass along to you, not looking to make these topics, but I found this very interesting. They have finally released a report on that horrifying fire in Maui. Uh, and the New York Times has a great write-up on this. Nine key revelations about Maui's first review of the Lahaina Inferno. And uh, it's been six months. I will remind you 100 people died. Mm-hmm. The 98-page report from the Maui Police Department on the August 8th disaster came after months of pressure to provide more information about the fire and the government's response to it. So there's a timeline in that. Um, it, it, you know, talked about the sparking of the um, electrical wire. Is that, is that what started it? Yeah, and then how it it really rapidly um, progressed. But also, if you look at the timeline, the second wave of people that were killed should have been able to get out. I mean, that was really one of the big takeaways from, from what I read on this last night. But one of the most interesting um, aspects, too, actually— was that many of the deaths were on one street, like an enormous percentage of the dead are on one street in the north part of town Mm. because one of the ends of that street was blocked by a downed tree and the other oh. way did not have an exit. And it okay? was one of the main veins to and get out of it was one of the main veins like to get out. Like it was a one-way, like yep. had a cul-de-sac or something at yep. the end or whatever. Then, then they had this delayed evacuation <clears throat> order, and by the time the evacuation order came for many residents, the fire was already, like, killing people, right? But listen to this buried way down in this story. A cold case unit has now been activated because while the authorities searched for thousands who were initially unaccounted for after that fire, many of those people were found to be safe. However, four people are still classified missing, and they don't know why. Those cases have been referred to a cold case unit that will try to figure out if the individuals are alive somewhere and just off the grid. Remember how a couple of people did that in 9-11? They oh, just went they completely it, off the grid. They used it as yes. an excuse to just... People will just think I was in the building. Yep. Or whether somehow their remains just haven't been found and identified. Hmm. 
A uh, little so bit yeah. more difficult to go totally off the grid on an island. I well, I Sam, I don't know. In the chaos, so big. It, but that chaos after that fire where they were having airplanes come in just to get people out. It's 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 going to be interesting to see what ended up happening with that. Story here from the New York Post: Carrying cash, ID, and debit cards in a billfold has become akin to carrying around old butterscotch candies at the bottom of your purse. As teens and early twenty-somethings have officially declared wallets antiquated. Oh, millennials, says Liz June, and expectant mom in her thirties. On TikTok, millennials, apparently there's a new way that we can age ourselves, and it's by having a wallet. Gen Z uses their phone as their wallet, so they have all their money, all their IDs in their digital wallet. Huh. Really? Okay. Sam, you're a millennial? Uh, I have a wallet, but I also carry a purse, so I'm weird. Wow, I cannot believe you just said that. It's I'm, a fanny pack. I'm almost embarrassed for you. I know. Let's not. I wouldn't put that at the top of your dating profile. <laughs> My friends call it a purse. I don't know. It is. It's a man's purse. It's handy. I'm not surprised. I mean, a lot of the kids, remember, for years and years stopped wearing watches because they have their phone. And now guess what's back in style? Everyone wants a fancy watch. But you can't have your ID on your phone. Nobody will take it. Um, wait a minute. Not accurate. Really? Uh, Maya needed, we, we, last year, this time last year, it was February of last year, Maya and I went to go see Steven Sanchez, uh, that incredible crooner, uh, down at the record bar, and you had to have ID to get in to the bar. You had to be over the age of 18, right? Maya did not bring her wallet. I'm like, seriously? And I'm thinking, we got to go back home. She had her passport in her phone. They accepted it. They should not have. I know. They should not have. Because you know what? I went out with Jack and his girlfriend, who I love like my child. They are both 23. She's in law school. And we have done this a couple of times where she just forgets her purse because Jack's driving or whatever. They will not let her get a drink. And I have said to the server, she's in law school. Not even her freshman well, but year of law school. she have, like, her ID she's on like her phone? She's, like, beyond 21. They're both 23, 24. Yeah. And every single time, the servers have been like, we cannot serve you without... An ID. But, but, massive no-no. But would they... But would, why? Like, what if it's me, Sam? Uh, well... There's some gray hair there. I... You watch your mouth. I'm asking, <laughs> if it's an absolute no-no, then why Why wouldn't they say, Dana, you know what? If I said... I don't know, maybe I'm Benjamin Button, and I'm I'm aging backwards, and like, no I, one ever Benjamin says... Button. No one ever says to me, show me your ID, or you ain't gonna get served. If I were at my other job... Now, the typical rule of thumb is, you, if you are 40 or older, you don't have to have your ID. How you prove that, I don't know. Okay. That's the rule of she thumb. She does not look 40. Right. And so if you were to walk into QT and I on the off chance or just on the on chance were to say, hey, do you have your ID? And you said, no, I don't have it. Sorry, you're not buying that wine that day. Really? Yep. Even if it- picture on your phone can be manipulated. Oh, good Lord. So can an ID. You'd think a not 49-year-old woman would oh, manipulate a photo it. on her. F- but, but Sam, like if, if you're carting people for booze at Quick Trip, how far up do you go before you're like, this is unnecessary. It's better to be safe than sorry, because when you're sorry, you owe them 10 grand. Well, I understand, but if 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 my mom walked in... I would just sell her the wine. You wouldn't Thank ask you. my mom for her no. ID. Now, What's when... the last president you remember from your childhood? <laughs> She's like, Taft. You're <laughs> Taft. good. When jewels were the big thing... Grover. 
when jewels were the big thing and everybody was getting in trouble for selling them to underaged people, yeah. we mandated as a company that you had to scan the ID. I had some elderly women come in to get jewels without their ID, and I had to tell them, sorry. You're kidding. We'll see you later. Wow. Man. And I mean, silver white hair. I, I wow. remember um, there was a period of time last fall where I was uh, not taking care of myself. And I was treating myself poorly. And I was going through hell. And I remember going into a liquor store. And I'm 52 years old. And I look 52 years old. And the guy behind the counter goes, can I see some ID? Thankfully, I had my wallet with me. Well, un unfortunately, I had my wallet with me because otherwise he wouldn't have sold it to me. Um, and I said, are you kidding or are you being serious? And he goes, I'm being serious. I need to see your ID. Wow. And I'm like, okay, man. I, I, I wasn't mad at him. He's just doing his job, right? But I'm like, I mean, Sam, if I walked into Quick Trip. I would not ID you. You would not card me? That is not an insult. I would not ID you. I, no, I understand. I don't look 21 or under 21. Correct. I, if I you look it. at a woman and you want to say, ma'am, you probably do not need to ID her. Okay, now but wait a minute. I've been cussed up one side and down the other for asking women in their 40s if they have their ID and Corporate they didn't policy. have it. That, that should be a, a compliment to a woman. That's what I thought. I mean, to a man, it's like, come on, man. Seriously? But for a woman, that, that's a compliment. No, the dudes are usually like, oh, my bad. I should have had it. Sorry. Huh. At what age do you call a woman ma'am? Never. No, I can't say that. I love it when Jack says, yes, ma'am. But he's saying that is a term of endearment. I, I use it as a term of respect. When is it not a term of endearment? I don't know. Ma'am is kind of one of those words if you ask women. Eh, I, I know that historically it's a term of respect. Absolutely it is. Yeah. Because miss is more like, well, I'm not a miss either. No, but that's just kind of a safe way to call a woman if you don't know their name. Do you know what I've started doing like in the last 10 adult years of my life? I will say, I'm sorry to my server. What is your name again? Because I hate saying miss, miss, excuse ma'am. I hate doing that. Because I would not want to be, like, barked at. Not, yeah. not that I bark. Right. But it's better just to know their name. Right. 913-586-7798. 586-7798. Don't forget to check out the Dana Parks podcast. Available anytime you want, anywhere you go. Just go to kmbz.com. We're going to need the pronouncer here in just a moment because a bizarre argument just erupted here in the <laughs> studio. Uh-oh. And it's over the pronunciation of a province in Canada. A shipwreck believed to date from the 19th century has washed up on the snow-covered shores of Canada's Atlantic Island province of Newfoundland. Newfoundland. No. No. She can't admit when she's wrong. I'm not going to admit when I'm wrong, and here's why. I just watched a documentary about Dan Levy going to Newfoundland. And one of the things the locals... You just, you just said no, 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 Newfoundland. No. One of the things the locals said was that everyone pronounces it Newfoundland and it is their biggest pet peeve. They want it to rhyme with hand. Give a hand to Newfoundland. That was Newfoundland. in the documentary. Sam, can you do it again? Newfoundland. Hmm. Oh, that sounded a little more like land. Go ahead and put your headphones on so no, you can I hear can more hear clearly. No, I can hear it. Newfoundland. Lind. Newfoundland. Lind. Slow it down, Sam. Newfoundland. <laughs> Thank you. I'm telling you the locals, how locals pronounce 
The phonetic spelling is L-U-H-N-D for that last portion of that word. Mm-hmm. Lund. I'm telling you. Newfoundland. It, no, I'm telling you. I watched this documentary and it was the people that were there. Well, it's Arkansas, but it's the Arkansas River. Sam, here's what I think. I think you're looking up the dog and not the country. Country? The province. Whatever. I don't believe that's accurate. I believe the province is pronounced Newfoundland. Here it is and- from Reddit. It's pronounced Newfoundland. No. Yes. So the first D is silent? Newf- yes, Dan is saying yes. He's our world traveler. It's Newfoundland. World traveler? Because I lived in, in Europe. In the documentary. I didn't know it was in Europe. In the documentary, it's not, it it's says, in Canada. give a hand to Newfoundland. It was one of the first things I said. Please do not come over here and say Newfoundland. I think the dog is Newfoundland because we've like just made it into that. Right, because if you're from Ireland, you're Irish. But if you're the dog, you're an Irish setter. <laughs> I'm telling you, I do nothing but watch documentaries. I do nothing I but stare at maps. Specifically, <laughs> I specifically remember them rhyming hand with land. What's the story even about? I don't even care. It's I'm about just some to... stupid shipwreck. No, it's actually from, a pretty cool story. From the 1800s. A ship has just. It just rolled up on the beach. Rolled up on the beach like a beached whale. It's about 100 foot long. Uh, and they don't know why. They, they don't know. It became dislodged. Uh, th- yeah, they are examining the wood and the metal to determine exactly what it's from, when it's from, not what it's from, when it's from. Fine. The uh, the wreck was discovered in late January in an area of Newfoundland, known for its you know numerous you just shallow can't. rocks. You just can't. You just can't. You're admit- absolutely right. Can't admit what that You're I pronounced wrong. it. Cor- Sam, pronouncer, please, and slow it down. Uh, stand by. I'm actually looking for another source Look, here. So, or if you're asking for a pronouncer, the the island of Newfoundland, or whatever it is. Don't ask for the dog. Ask for the b- b- geographical place. Uh, everything I'm getting is saying Newfoundland. Well, you're looking in the wrong place. <laughs> I, I even you pulled both, up and you're looking in the wrong place. Irishman and if Dan agrees with me, I'm right. Here, Google how locals pronounce it. Yep, there it is. There it is again. Uh, Burger King is offering one lucky and creative <laughs> fan. Moving on. <laughs> Just, I'm out. I can't. I'm not going to let it go. I'm going to call you at three in the morning and go Newfoundland. <laughs> Please seek mental help. Seriously. <laughs> this is what gets you worked up. Uh, Burger King is offering one lucky and creative fan a million dollar prize if they can devise a new Whopper sandwich. Oh, don't. No, don't ruin the Whopper. Uh, The chain said that the contest is the first time that Burger King has put the sandwich in the hands of its guests. Uh, The Whopper debuted in 1957. What's wrong with it? You know what? They'll change the Whopper. It'll be like New Coke, Coke. and it will be a PR disaster. Okay, this guy says it's land. Well, where, where's he I from? I knew it. Is he from there? California, Mexico. Where's he from? Uh, he just He's from something called the National Post. Nope. No one ever listens to data. No one ever listens so to me. So one guy on a planet of 8 billion people. <laughs> that would be correct. Is I found our, one guy. the same documentary that I did that was shot in Newfoundland. What, what, what's the name of the publication he works for? Uh, National Post. The National Post. I've never yeah. even heard of it. Me either. Uh, the National Post is a Canadian English language broadsheet 
Why can you just not that admit comes that out you're of wrong? Western Canada. Drive me crazy. Newfoundland is in eastern Canada, far east Canada. It's on the Atlantic. Hey, I'm just trying not to pick sides here, guys. Sam, play I've the- already checked out. I'm on Macy's.com. Okay. I mean, we have fought over some stupid stuff on this show, but that that may take the cake. Uh, by the way, this is the 60th anniversary. I meant to do this earlier. Sorry, Sam. This is the 60th anniversary of the day the Beatles walked off the plane. Oh, wow. 75 million people 60 years ago tonight watched the Beatles. Check that. It was two nights later that they appeared on the Ed Sullivan Show. 73 million Americans Many of them young watched. women yep. who passed out and had to be revived. We got to run. The bonus hour is next. Don't forget to check out our podcast. Sam Stevie the Third, Dana Wright. My name is Scott Parks. Have a great night. Be safe, be well, and be good. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Dana and Parks podcast. Remember, you can catch us online anytime at KMBZ.com. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.